Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Valentine, joined in studio, as always, by the doctors, Dr. Jared, Dr. Evan. So summer is just about upon us here, and we're going to be talking about summer skin, healthier summer skin, I guess you can say, because a lot of people are going to be out in the sunshine. We, we crave the sunshine, and there's many benefits to the sunshine, but at the same time, it, it, it could be the opposite as well. Absolutely, Chris. And you know, it's finally sunny and warm here in the great white northern Minnesota. And uh, people are finally excited to, you know, shed the layers of clothing that we've had all, <laughs> su- all winter and all spring that was just frigid. And people want to get out and uh, wear t-shirts and shorts and be outside and be out in nature. And then, of course, we have beach season, people ba- going back to swimming and being in bathing suits. And uh, we want to talk about all the things that we are exposing our skin to as we are in more warmer weather here. And things like uh, suntan lotions, things like bug sprays, all the toxins and different things that we're exposing our skin to that can actually be detrimental to our health. But then also we want to crush the myth that the sun is our greatest enemy. You know, the sun has been... <laughs> uh, shooting rays on this planet for centuries and millions and millions of years. And if the sun was that deadly, everything would be dead by now. Mm-hmm. But we all think that we are supposed to be afraid of the sun and not expose our skin to the sun when that is the absolute lie. Yes, it's not good to get a bad burn on your skin, but the sun is so extremely healthy for your skin What we've found and what we've seen as the trends go is that more and more people put lotion on their skin to try to prevent the sunlight from getting to their skin. Skin cancers are actually going up and up and up. So the more suntan lotion that's being used, it's actually showing that it's causing more cancers. And we want to dive into that today. Yeah, there was actually that study that you're referring to is done in Melbourne, Australia. And they so it's one of the sunniest places on Earth. And what they did was they took people that actually wore sun and they saw an increase in, in skin melanoma over the people that wore the most amount of sunscreen. And so there's got to be something that we got to dig into here. Uh, and ultimately, what are and why would we actually cause an increase in, in possible skin cancers? Well, again, one of the biggest things, if we're going to start with sunscreen, there's three major problems with, with some of the sunscreens that are on the market right now. One is they generate free radicals. Okay, So that's what, what all those chemicals are going to do. They're going to generate free radicals in your, in your body. That's basically going to increase your cellular damage, and it's going to create a change that leads to cancer within those cells. The second thing that they do is they have strong estrogenic activity. And so that means that it's going to produce a lot of estrogen in in the body and it's going to interfere with some of the normal um, kind of sexual development and causes a host of all sorts of secondary uh, medical um, conditions and problems in people as we have this increase or this uh, um, kind of this uh, abnormal amount of estrogen within our body. And the last thing they do is they're all synthetic chemicals that are toxic and they accumulate in the body and they accumulate obviously in your fat stores. So if you want to go back and listen to the last podcast that we just did on Summer Shape, it's going to help you get rid of your fat stores, which is ultimately going to get rid of a lot of these chemicals that our body takes in as well. And so those are the three things that we have to kind of talk about with the summer toxins. Unfortunately, a lot of that does come from our sunscreens and some of the lotions and some of the things that we're using throughout the summer to make our skin look beautiful. What's the best way to find these? Just reading the label? Yeah, so you can read the label, right, is is one of the great ways is, is learning a lot of the chemicals, learning what the names of those chemicals are, um, and ultimately understanding what they are. I mean, we could go through each and every single chemical, but this thing would turn into about an hour-long podcast, right? <laughs> the best thing that people can do is just go to ewg.org. So it's in the environmentalworkinggroup.org. 
on that front website, there's a, a little tab or a little kind of rectangle that says skin deep, okay, skin deep. And mm-hmm. what they're going to do is they're going to click on that. Um, and then ultimately you can search for any product that you're putting on your skin, including your sunscreen, um, including your makeups, including your lotions, just type it in and it's going to tell you how toxic or how clean that product is. Huh. Do you see it? Do you notice the cleaner ones? Are they going to be more expensive? Usually, typically they are, right? Um, but the way to get around some of the uh, expense is actually to make your own. And so there's ways, there's tons of uh, different recipes and things out there that you can actually make your own sunscreen. And hmm. so um, whether you want to make your own and spend time to do it or whether you want to actually um, spend a little bit of the extra money to get a healthier sunscreen, um, I think that those are all benefits. But I look at it and go, okay, so if I'm going to spend a couple dollars more per a, a bottle of sunscreen, and if it's going to save me $1,000 a month in cancer care, guess what? I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm spending the extra couple dollars to make sure that my health is where it needs to be. So I'm avoiding those diseases. I'm being proactive. I'm actually investing in my health, Chris, versus in, investing in disease later in my life. There's it, also apps that you can download on your phone. One, I think, is called the Think Clean app. Mm-hmm. And what that does is you can actually take something at a grocery store and you can uh, scan the barcode on it and it will actually show you is there more clean products in this or is there more dirty products in this which are causing these free radicals and causing these estrogenic effects and causing more problems in the body than they're actually helping and it's just a it's a great way to to know what is in the products that you're putting on your skin whether it is the sunscreens whether it's like you know things like bug sprays as we're in Minnesota we're exposed to mosquitoes and all these other things that we want to keep off of our uh, off, off of not only us but off our children and to know that yes it is good to protect yourself in some ways, but there's better options that you can do than just the regular DEET or aerosol things that are sprayed on your body. All of those things can actually cause a free radical damage to your cells, to, um, which w- we want to avoid and minimize as much as possible. Yeah. The, um, the name of that is Think Dirty. It's Think Dirty. I'm think sorry. Dirty. Thank you. Yeah. Think Dirty is the name of the app. And so if people are searching it, um, Think Dirty um, is the name of that that you want to download. And I think EWG actually has um, an app too. Okay, I think good. it's Skin Deep. I think they have one as well. Um, so I think that there's a, like you said, I mean, there's a ton of great apps out there that people can get to figure out like, what are these chemicals? What are we looking for? Um, ultimately, the main ingredient that you want to see in your sunscreen is zinc oxide. Okay, zinc oxide, it should be your main ingredient. That's what you want to see. You want to be uh, avoiding, you know, some of the oxybenzones and some of the other chemicals that you're going to see in there. Um, those are the things that you're going to want to kind of avoid, but you're going to definitely, when you flip it over, you're going to want to see um, zinc oxide. Um, the two brands that we use in our household, um, we use uh, Badger and we use Sunbum. So Sunbum and Badger are the two that we use kind of currently in our house. Um, and we also make our own. So um, I always tell people that if you're going to make your own, it depends on the oil. So like a grapeseed oil or like a coconut oil, whatever your base is, it's going to actually give you a different um, SPF um, as far as for your sunscreen. And so just be aware of the oils that you're using as your base uh, in order to get the sunscreen or the SPF that you want. Um, so like Badger, Sunbum, they have like the 15, the 20, the 30, you know, the 50. They have those increased but anytime that you increase an SPF, you're adding more chemicals. Okay. And so that's what gives you your SPF is that is the chemical base that's going to reflect a lot of the UVA and UVB rays. Um, now, as well, and I, I'm sure Evan does this with his family as well, we expose our kids for at least 20 minutes to a half an hour to sun before we put sunscreen on them. Mm-hmm. And so when Dr. Evan was talking about in the beginning, the sun is definitely important to us, right? And what it does is it helps create vitamin D 
in our bodies. And vitamin D is not just a vitamin, it acts like a hormone and does a lot of different things in our body. And so for those parents out there that are lathering their kids up in sunscreen before they even go outside, you're basically canceling your body's ability to create any vitamin D in your children. And you're going to see a whole host of different illnesses. You're probably going to see more allergies. You're going to see more sickness. You're going to see uh, whether it's ups and downs in their hormones. You're going to see problems with their immune system. There's a whole bunch of different things that happen uh, when you ex- when you decrease the exposure uh, of your skin to, um, because of the sunscreens. And so you want to have exposure for a short period of time, depending on the strength of the sun. Obviously, if we're in Minnesota, half an hour, no big deal. You're in Florida mm-hmm. in the middle of summer. <laughs> it's probably more like 15, 20 minutes, right? So you got to be obviously aware of that, but you do want that sun exposure in order to create as much vitamin D as you possibly can in the summer months. Does it really matter if it's a uh, if it's a, a cream or a spray when it comes to? Yeah, actually, the things that are aerosoled um, mm-hmm. are a worse option, and because it creates more free radicals, it exposes your body to more uh, chemicals with that aerosol being sprayed over. Plus, it uh, when it's in the air, you breathe it in more. So now mm-hmm. you're breathing in more of those chemicals that you know when you put it on your things on your skin. Your skin absorbs those, and that goes directly into your bloodstream as well. So you're not only if you're putting toxic uh, things on your skin, um, your body's going to absorb that. It's going to go directly in your bloodstream. But when you aerosol something, it gets into the air, and now you're breathing it in as well. Hmm. And so, yes, the lotions are a better option than the aerosol spray ones, but always try to make sure that you're choosing the better options and choosing things that are less toxic as well. I know we've been talking about sunscreen. We're going to hit on bug spray here in a second, probably too. But is it this not just the sunscreen, but should we be uh, looking at just regular lotions as well? And uh, also tanning. I mean, tanning lotions, do you guys recommend those at all? Or is that kind of a... Yeah, so there are some bronzing tanning lotions out there that are made with some clean, uh, natural ingredients. Things like just coconut oil will naturally help your body bronze more than and get that nice deep tan um, rather than putting on these chemical things that cause your body to, yes, they, it helps darken the color of your skin, but it causes a free radical damage in your skin cells as well. Yeah. Anytime that we put, uh, again, just back to the chemicals. I mean, if it's, uh, if it's got chemicals in it and you're putting it on your skin, expect it to do something, um, that it, it you probably don't want it to do. Uh, you look at when skin cancer, right? They got, they got so hyped up about tanning booths and skin cancer. Well, it was all about the same time that they started coming out with more of these accelerants and some of these tanners and these bronzers and these things. And so if you think about an accelerant, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm putting something on my skin that causes acceleration of skin, well, let me, let me just think about this for one second. An acceleration of or a growth, a fast growth in cells in our body is called what, Chris? Cancer. Cancer. When we think about accelerating something, we're putting a bronzer or an accelerant on our skin. Uh-huh. How can we not expect it to cause melanoma or skin cancer or something else, right? And so as we think through these things and just think logically about it, well, of course, any type of chemical that causes an acceleration causes a free radical. It's going to cause that abnormal cell. And then that cell is going to radically kind of uh, uh, ex- uh, just kind of expand and grow. And then pretty soon we have that quote unquote skin cancer actually developing. And so if you look back to the trend of when skin cancers came from the sun tanning beds, it was about the same introduction of all these crazy lotions and things that people are putting on their skin. And I've used it before. You know, usually when you go on vacation in the wintertime, especially like we're going to Florida, we got to get a base tan so we don't burn yep. when we get down there. And then I've done the, the, the spray tans, which are probably even worse. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, again, you think about the chemicals that are in there, right? And so you think about everything that that's being absorbed um, through your skin because it's a, it is a sponge. Like Evan said, if if you can't eat it, don't put it on your skin, right? I mean, those are just the things that remember. If you if you eat something, it makes you sick. Uh, maybe it's not the best thing for our skin. And so again, looking at those ways to really take care of yourself. And and if you do get burned, right? Let's talk about that for a second before we move on to other lotions and things. But if you get burned, there's also natural after sun things. Yeah, you can use straight aloe vera, but make sure it's straight aloe versus like a, a synth- synthetic aloe or things that are added to the aloe, right? Sometimes, you know, you'll get, you'll get this big thing of, of aloe from the store, but then you look at it and it goes aloe and then there's like 12 other ingredients <laughs> with it as fillers or whatever it is. And uh-huh. so you want like straight aloe or again, make your own after sun lotion. You make it with like shea butter, coconut uh, oil. Uh, you can make it with peppermint oil to give it a cooling effect. Um, you can use even apple cider vinegar on your skin to try to uh, match the pH. So anytime that your skin burns, it causes an acidity on uh-huh. the skin. And so if you can cause it to become basic, uh, you'll actually decrease or prevent the body from burning as well. And so there's different ways around, you know, helping your body with after sun exposure or with burning or a little bit of redness as well. So let's move on to bug spray. Obviously, land of 10,000 mosquitoes uh, at our house, (laughs) it seems, every single year. Everybody uses bug spray, especially on the kids. And a lot of people probably don't look at the ingredients. I think everybody's heard of DEET. You know, DEET, not necessarily a good thing, right? Absolutely. DEET has been found to be a cancer-causing agent, and yet we find it so prevalent in all these different natural uh, store-bought things, even ones that claim to be more natural. And it is a dangerous chemical to be spraying not only on your skin, but around your kids' faces as they breathe that in as well. And it, yes, you know, it doesn't kill our children right away, but when we constantly are exposing our kids and ourselves to these all sorts of different chemicals, it causes an overabundance of a chemical reaction in your body and your body just can't get rid of those toxins fast enough. And that's what creates an inflammatory response inside your body, which eventually will lead to abnormal cell growth, which is cancer. Yeah, literally causes an oxidative stress within our cells that leads to your DNA damage. And so that's exactly what happens is that one exposure of DEET will literally cause your cells to change and it'll cause the DNA within your cells to change. And so we want to make sure that we're taking care of that as, as best as we possibly can. And again, there are there are natural things for for, for bug spray, uh, sprays as well. Um, you can make your own bug spray with uh, like lemon eucalyptus and you can use eucalyptus uh, essential oil. You can use, um, uh, I'm trying to think of those citronella candle things, right? Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. use citronella essential oil, um, even at like Fleet Farm. And so last year I was at Fleet Farm, I haven't been there yet this year, uh, but even at like Fleet Farm, they carry more of a natural bug spray that's all essential um, all essential oils all, and oil-based. And so you can use these essential oils. Um, I actually use our, the homemade bug spray that we use. Um, we use it on us. I use it on my pets to keep like ticks and bugs and things off of them as well. Um, and there's there's different things that we can be doing for, for keeping ticks away from our pets too. Um, another way is garlic pills. I give my dog garlic pills um, starting now all the way through to keep ticks off because as he, as as she sweats and as that comes through her pores a little bit um, and as she pants, that garlic is actually a deterrent to ticks and bugs and things um, within within our dog. And so those are just great ways to, to kind of, you know, keep things not only off of you and your kids, but ultimately off your pets as well. Um, many, many natural things that you can be doing to help save your pets as well. That's one of the biggest things that we see um, 
you know, with, with cat, with pets, um, with, uh, even with ca- cancer within pets, it's like, well, well, let's, let's think about what we're putting into our, our pets all the time too. Um, and so there's lots of chemicals that go into our pets that, you know, you got the heartworm stuff, you got all those, and I'm not a vet, so I can't give vet, you know, advice, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I do know that there are natural vets out on the web that you can follow. That's where we get a lot of our inf- information from, um, in order to follow, um, those natural vets and be able to do the right things for your pet, not only yourself, but really taking care of you um, as far as chemical-wise and what it's doing inside your bodies. All right, so we talked about sunscreen, uh, bug sprays, or anything else we should be on the lookout for this summer. Well, we actually have a big talk coming up in our office. And for those people who are listening right now, and if you're enjoying the information that you're learning about on these podcasts, you know, we do talks in our office, uh, usually on an every six-week basis, where we pick a topic and we dive headfirst into as much information as we possibly can. And in the month of June, we are going to be doing a heart health workshop. And you know, a heart disease is the number one killer of Americans right now. And so we want to make sure that we are uh, diving into these myths of that of things that people think they're doing that's good for their heart that actually can be more damaging. And uh, Dr. Jared, when's the date for that again? It's June 6th. It's Monday, June 6th, and it'll be at 545 at night. Uh, and so that's when we start in our office. So again, get registered. We do have limited seating in our office. Um, and usually our, our talks do fill up and they fill up pretty quickly. Uh, and so if you're interested in our heart health talk in the month of June on June 6th, that Monday night, uh, please call our office at 320-762-2055 um, and get registered for that event. Uh, ultimately, you can find us a lot of different places, right? You can find us, you know, keep listening to the podcast, share the podcast. If you like it, make sure that you're sharing this podcast, continuing to just spread health through our community and throughout the United States and throughout the world. Make sure that you are continuing to share this podcast as much as you possibly can. If you're enjoying it, save somebody else's life. The second way is obviously looking us up on the web at achievemywellness.com or finding us on Facebook at Achieve Wellness. More great information, Dr. Jared, Dr. Evan. Guys, thank you. Thanks, thank Chris. You, Chris.